Welcome to another episode of Women Rise Up, a podcast supporting White Raiment Ministries. I'm your host, Jacqueline Withers. White Raiment Ministries offers financial support to Christian women who want to take the courses offered by Kingdom Women Rising. KWR helps Christian women identify their soul wounds and helps them to get rid of them that their souls might be whole. Please see the show notes to find links to both of these ministries. Consider making a Christmas donation to financially support a woman who wants to experience the liberty where Christ has set her free. Remember the donations are tax deductible. What a wonderful gift to give a woman who wants to rise and serve the Lord. Today's message is titled, Open God's Gifts. I'll be reading from Luke chapter 11, verses 9 through 13. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? My focus is on verse 13. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the gift of the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Gifts shouldn't cost you anything. Unfortunately, some of us have paid a price for what we've received from people who claim to love us. Love shouldn't hurt. Yet we have scars to show the price we paid, whether they're visible or not. The blessed Jesus, God's holy begotten son, has given us the gift of salvation. With that, we also receive the Holy Spirit. I often say that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, fearfully and wonderfully saved, and fearfully and wonderfully kept day by day. This is my way of acknowledging the Trinity. Too often the Holy Spirit is forgotten about. He's the one who is present with us now. His work in our lives is vital for us to enjoy an abundant life. In 1 Corinthians 12, there's a list of spiritual gifts. It's written in Romans 5 that we also have the gifts of abundant grace and righteousness to reign in life. The word tells us in Romans 5 verses 15 through 17, the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came from the one who sinned. For the judgment which came for one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, 
Jesus Christ. In this season of giving gifts, let's talk about the gifts that God has given to those who have received Jesus as Lord. Number one, his word. The Holy Spirit gives us the ability to comprehend his word. We don't understand it all, but we have enough to help us hold on by faith until a fuller understanding comes. We are cleansed through the word, transformed by the word, and kept by the word. The word transforms our minds, and there should be evidence of this in our living. Number two, thank God for the gift of deliverance. It is written that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Jesus was delivered up for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Sometimes it's our offenses that has opened the door for the enemy to attack. So use the gift to free yourself from condemnation, fear, and a host of other things that have kept you from living a life of godly purpose. Call on the name of the Lord. The Bible says that he will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked and out of the hand of the terrible. Our afflictions may be many, but Psalm 34, 19 says the Lord will deliver us out of them all. The psalmist said, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I've often used music to deliver my soul in peace from the battle that was raging against me. Thank God for the gift of deliverance. Number three, thank God for the gift of healing. Psalms 103 verses 1 through 5 in the message translation reads, Oh, my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I'll bless his holy name. Oh, my soul, bless God. Don't forget a single blessing. He forgives your sins, everyone. He heals your diseases, everyone. He redeems you from hell, saves your life. He crowns you with love and mercy, a paradise crown. He wraps you in goodness, beauty eternal. He renews your youth. You're always young in his presence. In verse 3, the word for disease stresses grievous malady. Not just a sickness, but deadly infirmity. That can be in your flesh or your soul. Thank God for this gift of healing. If we'd meditate on the word, we wouldn't have to medicate on prescription drugs as much. Even if the body isn't healed, the inner healing of the soul brings health and good cheer. And we know that a cheerful heart is a good medicine. Number four, thank God for the gift of hope. One of my favorite gifts, it works with faith. Has anyone ever experienced hopelessness? I sure did. I found hope and it has been a most precious gift. Consider the faces of the people you see in the streets daily. You can see hopelessness in their eyes. In some neighborhoods, people don't have any hope of escaping the poverty, violence, and defeatism that they can see all around them. They don't believe tomorrow will be a brighter day. Some people, even with wealth, suffer from hopelessness. No hope their lives matter, nor their work matters. They ask, what's life all about? Or what's the point? They can't find no satisfaction. What about you? Are you satisfied? Do you have hope? If you do, hold on to it for dear life. 
God gave it to us as part of the gift of salvation. It's precious. Open it and use it. The psalm writer asks, why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become restless and disturbed within me? Then he opened the gift of hope and answered himself by saying, hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet praise him for the help of his presence. Thank God for the gift of hope. Number five, then there's the gift of joy. This gift is not often expressed with great jubilation. You don't have to dance in the aisles to prove you have joy. You may not walk around with a clown smile on your face, but neither should you always have a scowl or frown on your face. Despite life's challenges, the ones that make you weep, know that the Lord cares. Pray like David did when he was at his lowest point. God will make you to hear joy and gladness. David wrote that when he was at his lowest point, even when your sin has broken your spirit, confess and pray for God will restore your soul and renew your strength. Then there's the gift of peace. Number six, God has given us peace to enjoy fellowship with himself. We have peace with God, the peace of God, and even the peace that surpasses all understanding. He promises to keep us in perfect peace when our minds are stayed on him. Use the gift and experience peace within yourself. Then you can have peace with others. Number seven, the gift of love. Thank God for the gift of love. When we learn to bear with each other and forgive one another, the Lord will make us increase and abound in love one toward another and all men. 1 Peter 4.20 says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Share your gift with others. This is how you bear fruit. There's another, there's, a, there's enough anger and there's enough hatred in the world. As the song says, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing there's too little of. Number eight. We've received the gift of eternal life. The Holy Spirit is the deposit. It is written, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of of his glory. That's the NIV version of Ephesians 1 verses 13 and 14. Finally, we've been given a free warranty with these gifts for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. All these gifts are yours if you have received the greatest gift, the gift of salvation offered by God, paid for by the blood of Christ, securely wrapped by the Holy Spirit. All you need is to open the gifts and use them to the glory of God. Thank God for these many gifts and these many benefits of salvation. Life is much better when you open all the gifts the life giver has given you. Amen. I'm praying that each one of you will have a wonder-filled Christmas next week. If you have family and friends, you're blessed. If you don't have anyone nearby, don't stay home alone. Go out. I've gone to the movies and even a diner alone and struck up conversations with the servers and other guests. 
That blessed me, and I believe bless them too. Merry Christmas to all of you. That is my desire. Join us again next Wednesday for the year-ending episode of Women Rise Up.